Swing districts left in the United States. New Hampshire's first district is one of them. Caroline Levitt is running in that district. Her primary is next week. So this race has gotten incredibly nasty, so nasty that yard signs have been appearing in the district calling her KKK Airline. So why are they attacking her like that? Our rule of thumb is if the attacks get really vicious, if they stray from the issues into things like character, you're a bad person, you're a racist, it's usually because you're a threat in some way. Is Caroline Levitt a threat? We're not sure. We thought we would talk to her tonight. Carol Levitt, thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, Thank you so, so much for having me, Tucker. I really appreciate oh, uh, it. Of course. So what is this? Re- so it's a congressional district in New Hampshire, um, right? It's one congressional district out of 435. Mm-hmm. Why is this race so nasty? What's at stake, do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, I am running in my home seat, New Hampshire's first congressional district, and the Democrats are viciously smearing me with the signs that you just talked about because I stand for strong borders and strong law and order. So apparently I'm a racist. I stand against men competing in female athletics. So apparently to them, I'm a transphobic and a homophobic. That's what the Democrats do. They can't stand on policy or solutions. So they attack you with personal smears. But it's not just the Democrats in this race, Tucker, that are attacking me. It's the Republicans, too. In fact, $5 million of dirty, dark, super PAC money from the Congressional Leadership Fund, Kevin McCarthy, Defending Main Street, have been attacking me and my family with television ads over the last week. And why is that? Voters in New Hampshire are wise and they know it's because I'm the greatest threat to the establishment in this race. They laughed at me when I got into this thing last summer and we are now in a dead heat tie with their hand-picked puppet heading into the primary on Tuesday. I will not back down from the attacks from both the Democrats and the Republicans. I'm fighting for the people of my home state and the conservative values that make this the greatest country in the history of the world. God, family and country. And that's why we're going to win on Tuesday. Well, uh, I just got to wonder, is there a huge constituency in New Hampshire for illegal immigration, for dudes on your daughter's swim team in the locker room with your girls? I mean, do a lot of people in New Hampshire want those things? (laughs) No, of course they don't. We are the live free or die state. We believe in freedom. I would argue, and I'm biased, of course, more than any other state in this union. And we are currently represented by a far left Democrat named Chris Pappas. He pretends to be a moderate bipartisan voice. But growing up here in the state, I can tell you he's anything but that. And then the establishment Republicans in D.C. are propping up my main primary contender, Matt Mowers, who is a former lobbyist for an opioid manufacturer, a former political operative for Chris Christie, for goodness sake. And they're spending $5 million to attack me, a homegrown conservative voice for our state. But again, the people are smart and they understand when they're attacking you, that means you're over the target and you're winning. And I have no doubt we are going to win. We do need some help from the people. We need to flood the polls and say no to the swamp. And I appreciate all of the support that's been coming to our campaign. $5 million to stop you. Wow. (laughs) You must be saying the right thing. (laughs) Caroline, great. Great to see you tonight. Thank you so much. Okay, it's Friday, 9 September, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, welcome, you're in the war room. Want to start today. There's a massive primary in New Hampshire on Tuesday. And of course, there's a bunch of MAGA candidates uh, and conservative Republicans running against uh, the lobbyist uh, in the Uniparty. Caroline Levitt joins us. Uh, Caroline, I just have to say, that is a star turn. You know, primetime Fox and our Tucker show they got to run it very tight, right? You, 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 that was a star turn. And that shows you not just how you've grown as a candidate, but um, about how you really have a grasp 
of what's going on. Incredibly powerful. And anybody that's ever said that she's too young to step into Washington, I watched that hit last night on Tucker Carlson because that is the biggest primetime show uh, on uh, about MAGA and uh, obviously the most influ influential primetime show about MAGA, and it was just a star turn. The first question I have, for the people in New Hampshire, what, what would be considered worse, a political operative for Chris Christie or a lobbyist for an opioid manufacturer, ma'am? I think they're both equally as bad, and that's why we're fighting overtime to defeat my establishment handpick opponent, Matt Mowers. And one thing I forgot to mention on Tucker last night is that this guy, Mowers, has already lost to Chris Pappas. He already proved to us that he cannot win in the general election. And just this past year, we found out that he allegedly committed voter fraud. Again, he's not from the state. He took money from Big Pharma from Milan, which is one of the biggest opioid manufacturers in our country. And here in our state, we've been hit very hard by the opioid epidemic. That's a serious issue. I have former colleagues and teammates and friends of mine who are no longer with us because they stuck a needle in their arm and died due to drugs coming up from our southern border in Lawrence, Massachusetts. So to think that the establishment is trying to buy this seat, is trying to buy the voice. She just froze. Okay, let's try to let's try to reboot her. I should Caroline joins us by the way today from a um, from a um, uh, I think an elderly person's home, and she's going to be joined with uh, Don Baldick. Uh, she's back going to be joined by Senate, by Governor, uh, excuse me, General Don Baldick uh, at ten thirty for an event. Um, continue on. By the way, the reason you say that you know, okay, we didn't get it. Okay, fine. Let's try to reboot her. Um, even if she has to do a call in, I want to get her. That hit last night on Tucker was just absolutely amazing, right? And she laid out the entire case. The reason this has gotten Tucker's attention, as we told you months ago, is that the establishment, for whatever reason, has singled her out. Uh, and to put in $5 million into a district the size of uh, New Hampshire 1, right? The, um, it, you know, with how the TV buys go there, it's just incredible. If you live in New Hampshire 1 now, all you're seeing nonstop are negative personal ads. This is not about policy. Remember, they won't go after MAGA. They won't go after the, the, the Trump people. They won't, go after, they won't go after conservative people for, uh, for the policies because they know people support the policies. What they do is personal attacks. The personal attacks as far as uh, the personal attacks are quite vicious. Let's, we have Caroline. Let's try to do it again. Uh, Caroline, uh, I want to go back when you said the, the comparison of Christie's to the opioids. You said you know people that have actually put the needle in arm opioids or fentanyl and died in the district. And the reason is you're a daughter of this district. One of the best things about you and Baldick, you are a true granted stater. I mean, this is your home. You went to Washington to do other things and, and to learn politics and to work at the White House, support President Trump. But this is your home. You're, 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 you're a Nate, you went to college. You know these people. So when you go out and about shaking hands and knocking on doors, it's not some out-of-state guy who's just this typical, like in the British, they're just, they're just running into a district to win. This is why, and this is why they won't attack you on policies. They're going to make it personal because they're going to try to change people's opinion about you, understanding how much you resonate with Granite Staters, Caroline Levin. Yes, and that's why we've branded ourselves as the homegrown America First candidate in this race, because everyone likes to use MAGA, everyone likes to use America First, and frankly, Matt Mowers is not MAGA or America First. Again, he's a longtime shill for Chris Christie and the establishment's handpick. But I am homegrown, and you can't make that up, Steve. When your family's done business in the district, 
when you've played sports in the district, when you went to our public school system, when you went to college there. I know hundreds and thousands of people who know me personally. And that's why these attacks are going to backfire against the establishment because people are disgusted that the Washington DC swamp monsters think they can come in and buy this seat from us. They can override our voice and our vote. I have been out pounding the pavement over the last year, shaking hands with as many people as I can. And that's why we're going to win on Tuesday. They can flood as much money they want against me. They can call me a liberal and a liar and whatever the heck S they're calling me. Frankly, I don't even watch the TV. I don't care because I know I'm speaking truth. And that's why I was very grateful to have Tucker join or join me on a show last night. And I'm grateful to you, Steve, for giving me the opportunity to share that truth and my message with voters across New Hampshire and our country. We the people need to stand up stand back and fight against this establishment that is trying to buy these elections. This is a primary, by the way, right? And they're doing it for a guy who already lost in the general election once. Matt Mowers likes to say he's a tested conservative. He already failed the most, the number one test that matters the most to voters. He already lost to Pappas. He's unelectable and he doesn't deserve to represent the people of my home great home state. What, what, where where are you today? You, you're going to join General Boldick in a few minutes. What, where are you today and what is this event that is going to take place this morning? Yeah, I'm at a beautiful senior facility in Durham, New Hampshire, um, which unfortunately has become a liberal town due to the University of New Hampshire. But I have gone there and reached out to the younger folks. But today we're talking to some great senior citizens alongside General Bolduck. I'll be sharing my message with them and asking for their vote on Tuesday. And then I'm getting in the car. I'm heading up to the North Country in my district, Carroll County, to speak with some great patriots. I'm touring the fire station and several other businesses. And then we're ending the day with a meet and greet at a private home tonight with one of my ardent supporters who, from day one, who is actually a great fan of yours. She's probably watching this right now. So I'll see you later, Bib. And I'm looking forward to meeting many more voters throughout the day today and over the next three days. And if you're watching, if I have not met you, you can call me personally at my cell phone number. You can reach out to me personally. I want to represent you, and I'm humbly asking for your vote on Tuesday, September the 13th. We need to flood the polls and reject the swamp. As you've gone around, and I think this is one of the reasons, you know, I think we did the first interview over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. When you first started doing this, um, you you didn't have any money. Right. And you're not individually wealthy. So you had to be, kind of bootstrap this. You said you were going to go around like General Bulldog said, going to go around and just meet your constituents. And this is where you grew up as you go around and, 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 and meet folks. What is it that they're telling you that they're looking for in a representative down in Washington, D.C. today? Yeah, this is where the establishment is completely wrong because they're always focused on who they deem as most electable, which I roll my eyes at that. People want a fighter. They want someone who's going to go down to Washington and shake up the system. They're so sick of the nonsense. They're so sick. We are all so sick of being lied to time and time again. And President Trump, I give him all the credit in the world. It was such an honor to work for him in his White House. He really woke up the American people for the first time, certainly in my lifetime, arguably in history, where we all realized we need people who are going to go to bat against this corruption on both sides of the aisle. And that's what voters want. Of course, we care about the issues, right? Inflation skyrocketing. The socialist spending sprees have to end. We have to shut down our southern border to this illegal invasion that's occurred. We have to get our public education system under wraps. I mean, my generation's completely brainwashed by the left, and I've been ardently pushing back against the cultural Marxism that's taking place in every institution. And that's what voters want. And it's funny, you know, all of these attack ads from the establishment, they're trying to frame me as 
too young or too immature for this job. And they don't realize maybe if they got out of the swamp every once in a while and actually came and talked to constituents here, they would realize that my youth and my energy is my greatest strength. People want someone who is energetic and who has the grit, frankly, to go down to D.C. and shake it up. And that's exactly what I'm going to do on behalf of the constituents here. Real quickly, we'll have Joe Ken on later. And, you know, we've been uh, all throughout the country with with candidates that won at the local level because they focused on issues that people and that people knew they were going to fight versus the Washington, D.C. Republican establishment. What is it about what does the establishment not get about what's happening out in the hinterland? Because you can see it all over the nation. It's not in one any one place. You can go from Arizona to Texas to Kansas to Washington State uh, to New Hampshire and you see this all the time. What is it about the Washington establishment they do not get about where the people are? The establishment doesn't understand that the people actually want us to use our power when we gain it. And that's been the problem with the conservative Republican Party for decades. We've taken back the House. We've won the White House. But we've never actually done anything with that power. But the Democrats do. I mean, that's why they've seized every institution in this country from our public education system to our corrupt higher education university system, the corporate media, Hollywood, big tech, both both members of Congress, now, both sides of the House now and the Senate, and now the White House too, because they use their power and they're brainwashing my generation of Americans into believing in their Marxism. And we as conservatives are not conserving anything if we're not willing to stand up and fight for our basic American values, love of God, love of family, love of our constitution and our country. If we have conservatives are not willing to stand up and say men shouldn't be competing against women in athletics and coming into our bathrooms, we're failing to conserve the most basic fundamental value we all know, which is men and women are different but equal. And conservatives have failed to do that for t far too long. Those sitting inside the beltway and mooching off the taxpayers still don't understand that. But again, maybe if they came to districts like mine, actually went to meetings like the one I'm about to attend and spoke with people who are so fed up and sick and tired, they would get on the train because this America First train is not going to stop. We are going to continue to win. We're going to win elections. And those inside the establishment can keep wasting their money or they can get on board. Caroline, how do people find you for the weekend? Where do they go right now? we got 30 seconds. Hit it. CarolineForCongress.com. It's Caroline with a K. Getter, Truth Social, Instagram, Facebook. Reach out to me personally. Go online and chip in. I need your help. I need your support. Please go donate. So thankful. Thank you, Steve. Caroline, thank you very much. Say hi to uh, General Bulldog. By the way, War Room Posse, we're in competition with Tucker this morning. Let's get to that site right now. Check it out. Find out where she's going to be. Caroline Levitt. Short commercial break. We're going to go to London next. It's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, -N -N, to 989898 and get a free info kit 
on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. sort of you know a crack in my voice and a and a a teary eye and i think it's something it's hard to explain is it is it the passing of time is it a memory of my own parents dying is it Mm. for all of us a sort of a unified feeling of of grief and something passing and changing is it in the sense of uncertainty about what comes next i have this feeling we're we're going into a new era and somehow by virtue of who she was, she held people together in a world full of divisions. Um, there's a lot going on in the world at the moment that isn't particularly nice, uh, not just in terms of wars, but in terms of social media and the way people talk to each other. And there was something about her being able to rise above the disquiet of this moment that gave us a sense of reassurance almost. There was somebody with a link to the past, to my parents' past, to my grandparents' past, who acted in a different way and in a way that was admirable and calming. And and I I guess that's what what is is making Kira and I feel emotional. I wouldn't want to speak for him, but it is there is something about the passing of time and what she represents. Um in that moment that I, I, I met her once at a garden party in Washington. And again, there was 
a wonderfully funny story. And I would, I hope that people are remembering her sense of humor. I'm so glad that you're p- playing those funny clips because one thing that is perhaps lost here in America is not, it, we talk about her duty and her, her diligence and her not complaining nature. And that's, that's admirable. But she had this wonderful twinkly sense of humor. I was at this garden party in, in Washington for her birthday and she was there and an American, uh, woman in a kind of grandee in Washington circles had, you know, made sure she got to the front of the line so that she could meet the queen and she curtsied to the queen and she said to the queen, your majesty, I am so glad to meet you. And the queen's deadpan response was, oh, really? Why? I just thought that was just, it was just so wonderful of her. She had this kind of sense of, you know, yes, oh, I'm you, the queen, uh, whatever. As you I mean, see there, just... we're showing the, uh, that's a 96 gun salute from the, um, from the uh, British Army, the Royal Artillery. I want to bring in uh, the Hearts of Oak, Peter McElvena from, uh, from London. Um, when you, particularly that comment there about the social media and, and the calming influence, and look, I'm not a, you know, I'm an Irish Republican, so I'm not a, a monarchist, but she had a certain stability and class about her, uh, and particularly uh, the way she was a, a throwback to an earlier time. And all you saw here in the United States from the woke, uh, you know, these, these uh, woke, uh, they're not even progressives. I don't even know what you would call these people. They're just vicious attacks that were just, it was extraordinary. Uh, how vicious and it showed the no class. And I think the professor at Carnegie Mellon, if Carnegie Mellon, if you're an alumni or Car- Carnegie Mellon, Mellon are on the board, she should be dismissed immediately uh, for what she put out yesterday. And it shouldn't have to take uh, Jeff Bezos to call her out. And of course, you ha- had all these other hucksters out there uh, that have zero accomplishments, right? Are all part of, part of the system because they're woke, uh, viciously attacking her and, um, but in, we're going to have Cortez on in a few minutes at the bottom of the hour, talk about economics. And right now, the United Kingdom, I mean, her last act, her, her, you know, a few days or a few hours, what, 48 hours, 72 hours before she died, she was still performing her official duty. And you know she wanted to go down to London to actually do it. She'd done it for every other prime minister, which I think were 15. But she, um, she, she had to do it in Scotland at her place there, and they came up. But her last, the last photo they have of her is is really uh, having Liz Truss come and ask to form a new government. And so to the very end at 96 years old was uh, doing her duty, which I think that's the throwback to uh, a time that quite frankly, make America great again and America first. That's what we said. We need that grit, steely resolved determination. Uh, Peter, uh, walk us through um, what, particularly in this time of transition, because we're saying, hey, the, uh, you know, Liz Truss's first uh, thing as, as prime minister, her first was to freeze electric bills for the next two years, that's just not going to hack it because, quite frankly, you're going to figure out how to pay for it somehow. You're in the you're in the whirlwind right now, and and you're that's because the weak Tories, along with the woke culture in London, which is the worst, has set a series of policies that have sown the wind about energy and economics and immigration. They've sown the wind, and you're about to reap the whirlwind. And at that very moment, the irony is the very moment. That that sense of stability in the monarchy, which is not just given the pomp and, and, and ceremony, the pomp and circumstance, but is really uh, uh, anchored England in a, in a time past of which Tucker said, "Hey, in the empire, it was the uh, it was the greatest apparatus for the spread of uh, of Protestant, the Protestant version of Christianity." 
right? And it's been a, an, an amazingly uh, productive throughout the world. I've been throughout the world and I've seen the benefits of that, right? And you cross your hair barrier, the colonization, the colonization went, hey, look at the countries in the world that had the British Empire and had the apparatus of the British Empire and the spread of Protestant Christianity, which was really the driving force as it was here in the United States. Remember, the New England colonies were about the religious dissenters and, and about the religious. Uh, the Virginia were more the entrepreneurs and the freebooters. Um, but no, and, and as Tucker said, a very net positive. That's all gone in a moment. Uh, so tell us with the impact, particularly given what's happening in these economic circumstances, because Hey, the United States and England, just like in Brexit, Brexit to the Trump win in 16, we're inextricably linked, our mother country. And about the events, I think King Charles uh, addresses the nation here right after the show. Hearts of Oak, take it away, sir. We are all at sea, really. Um, and yeah, King, King Charles III, as he is now, uh, was Prince Charles, addresses the nation in two and a half hours. And that'll be the first time he addressed the nation. He's in front of Buckingham Palace at the moment, meeting many of the public who have come as an outpouring of grief. And we are all at sea. You mentioned about your background, Irish Republic. I grew up under a, uh, slept under a Union Jack on my ceiling, very much a monarchist, very much a unionist. But even those who weren't monarchists still had a affection for the Queen. She brought something different. It wasn't just the institution. It was an individual. It was a, a passionate sense of duty, of service, of sacrifice concept that we don't know anything about today that our children completely do not understand and she brought that sense of stability to the country she celebrated her jubilee anniversary 70 years on the throne and um, she was uh, crowned as queen back in 1953 so very few people actually remember uh, anything about her father the king king george the sixth it is her reign uh, that is what is remembered. And she brought that stability and there was that affection. Now she is gone. There is the great unknown. And that's certainly what frightens me. For, for me, actually, another thing she brought was her Christian faith. And that was her stability, her foundation, uh, her rock on which she built her life. And she brought that out regularly. And her, le her life of service was from her Christian faith. We now move into a time where that is completely gone. Uh, we, King Charles III does not share that at all. Uh, many of the royal family don't share that. And it is concerning and frightening to look ahead, to think that stability is gone and there is no root of faith or religion or belief anymore. So we don't know what we're moving into. King Charles III, King Prince Charles, was, was a, an activist, a campaigner. He would let his feelings be known where the Queen kept her feelings to herself. It was that private conversation. If if something was shared to her, it was in confidence. King Charles would be writing letters to the local paper. That's a world away from what she lived for, her life and the life of uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, um, her husband who died last year. And she went through that at 95 and kept going, brushed that off and kept her life of service. That is gone. And as, as a British citizen, I think I, I do not know what, what lies ahead. So it is a, a dark time, as you mentioned, some of the economic chaos that we face yeah. in the UK. A new prime minister, she was the one that held really the union together, the nation together, that gave a sense of patriotism, of, of nationalism. That's gone. 
Peter, hang on for one second. We're going to keep you through the break. Steve Cortez is going to join us. We've got economics to talk about. We've got Mar-a-Lago to talk about. The uh, government said they're going to appeal. The FBI did a big roll-up yesterday. We'll be breaking some news here on that. All next. Where? In the war room. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Yeah, look, I want to make sure everybody understands, particularly, I know there's some audience members who said, hey, this is, you know, they're not big in the monarchy, and they're not, you know, they got other things to talk about. There's always, understand, there's always a method to our madness here at the War Room, right? We always, we think these things through. This is about, this is not even about the queen. This is about what undergirds civic society. If you notice here in this country, this election, it's about economics. It's about, uh, you know, the illegitimate Biden regime. But at, at the heart of this, what we call this spiritual war, is you look around at every aspect of it. Right. And, and, and Cortez is going to join us in a minute. And it was just down in Miami. I think Miami Day, the school board the other day, eight to one uh, the, with pressure from the parents, the school board members uh, to shot down uh, a, like some sort of gay pride month where they just wanted to use the entire month to indoctrinate kids and, and just go full out grooming. And the, it was really the Hispanic Americans down there that just went absolutely nuts and put it at these school board meetings. This is just the other day. And uh, I'll try to get some video from it. And, 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 the, and the school board members freaked out and just voted totally against it, right? They had to because they were put on the spot and called out. You're seeing the underpinnings of civic society collapse on us. That's here in the United States. And we're quite different than the United Kingdom, although they were our mother country. That, that we're, we're, as Franklin said, there's a new kind of uh, uh, individual that's been uh, than that America was. America is very different than Britain. You know, we're rougher. Uh, we're tougher. Uh, we're, we're not quite as prim and proper. Um, but in the UK, because it's the Judeo-Christian West is linked together with is to form one culture, one civilization, a number of different cultures underneath that. 
And I can tell you from spending many years in the United Kingdom that the monarchy of what it represents, not just the pomp and, and, and circumstance, but what it harkens back to another time of order and purpose. Um, and that is why it's important to talk about, it, particularly the irony and divine providence, as you know, is pro we've had pro the divine providence in the 16 campaign, divine providence in the 20 to show us how the, the, the big steel was providential. Right. To show us exactly what these people are like. And you saw this yesterday in the social media of all these prominent people uh, that have all these opportunities sitting there and just saying that just not the nasty thing, just grotesque, grotesque. And sure, it revealed what they were versus what she was. And she's a throwback to a previous time, a time that we would love to have that grit and steely resolve. And quite frankly, class, um, Peter. Uh, yes, you guys are. You said it perfectly. You're kind of at sea in the irony of this is divine providence had her at the very last, she could have been doing so many different things, the very last official duty of her life, right after reigning for what, 70 years? The very last duty was to see in a new government and really the Tories, the conservative government that's now in the, now in the, uh, in the uh, Charnel House, right? Because if I, as I've said, if you look at these economic policies of which they have allowed to happen, and quite frankly, drove many of them, these woke Green New Deal policies. The Tory party, I don't think will even exist as we know it by next spring because the economic collapse of the United Kingdom is upon us. And uh, you're gonna need the resolve of a Churchill or a Thatcher to see it through. And for God to take her at that time is, shows you how divine providence works. And that's why the British people are now in the middle of it and you see these uh, on msnbc they're all weeping and crying and you know saying all this well um it's going to be a grind peter uh king charles addresses the nation today for his first official act he's out in front of uh, uh buckingham palace now i think greeting uh, people uh with security obviously uh you're going to join us on the evening show to give us a summary of this uh what else can people expect uh today how's uh, the, the the funerals what in in nine days i think by the way the 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 show that what i love was the 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 Royal Artillery, a 96-gun salute just done in the most uh, incredible way possible. I could watch that gun salute uh, all day long. Uh, after after uh, he's going to address the nation, how big a deal is that, sir? The thing is, I heard the 96-gun salute here in London Hyde Park. He will address the nation at, at 6 p.m. That's a huge moment. He, um, he flew down today with Camilla back to London. He will address the nation. That is the main thing of today. Uh, the funeral actually will be ahead of the Monday week. So it's 10 days away, the state funeral. And uh, there are, there's a whole orchestrated process that will happen over those 10 days. Um, but yeah, he has returned back to London from Bill Balmoral. He addressed the nation at six o'clock. That's the first time he addresses the nation. And then tomorrow picks off the next part of the planning. Um, and the Queen comes down. I think she'll come down Tuesday. The coffin is flown down to London. And then she lies in state for about four days. So, and then leads into the funeral. Is Monday she week. being flown down? I think she. I think she's taking the royal train down. I think they're going to take. Aren't they? I think they're thinking of taking the train from Scotland all the way down, and 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 passing through all those villages, aren't they? I don't think is she being flown down, or I think she's coming down by train. I but, think. But um, well, both are on the agenda. She will actually go to Holyrood, uh, which is her official Scottish residence, and land stay there. I think for a day. Then she comes out. So there is a possibility by the train or by yeah. plane. So it'll be one or the other. I don't know if it's been fixed. It could be. How, how do people get uh, to Hearts of Oak uh, between now and the time you join us back in the afternoon show? We're at Hearts of Oak on Getter, 
follow us there. And um, yeah, along with Nigel Farage's non-getter. There you go. What better reason to join than to have Nigel? But we're on getter at Hearts of Oak. Hearts of Oak and and, uh, Nigel Farage. Okay, Peter, thank you very much. I want to bring in Steve Cortez. Cortez, knowing your lineage... I know you're not a monarchist from the boxing from the from the boxing gyms of Chicago. I know you're not a monarchist, but but just in this transition of what's happening uh, to the United Kingdom economically, and we're right. inextricably what happens to Western Europe, ladies and gentlemen, is going to affect you per, not just this country. It's going to affect you personally, particularly sure. given the exports we send there, uh, energy, all of it. Uh, give us your thoughts of of the time of just this issue of stability and what people need to grab onto right. when they're going to go through very difficult times. Sure. And, and Steve, just b- before, briefly, before I get to the economic side, you know, regarding America's relationship with the UK, because the death of this monarch gives us a chance to reflect upon that. Um, I believe that the second greatest thing that ever happened to America was this country being settled by the United Kingdom, being settled by this great Christian Western power. I then think the greatest thing that ever happened to America was rebelling against that very same United Kingdom. And those two ideas are not incongruous, right? So we should give thanks. We should be grateful that we were founded by the United Kingdom. We should also give thanks that we rebelled against them and decided to go our own way. Regarding the UK economy, it is an absolutely perilous shape right now. And the new UK prime minister uh, has been dealt a brutal hand to play. As a matter of fact, though, before any American get haughty, the two worst economies clearly by almost any metric among the developed countries of the world are the U.S. and the U.K., the two worst on inflation, the two worst on growth. Unfortunately, the two countries that for most of the last century uh, were the unrivaled leaders of the Western world are now the two countries that are suffering and floundering the most acutely economically. And we should ask, well, why? Well, because of the terrible leadership of both countries, because Boris Johnson and Joe Biden were the two worst leaders in the developed world. So the task in front uh, of Prime Minister Truss is, is indeed a very, very difficult one. And look, as evidence of this, don't, you know, don't take my word for it. We always say price is truth. Look at financial markets. Look at the British pound, which just hit the lowest level since 1985. I mean, that's incredible. The British pound used to buy over two US dollars per pound. It's all the way down in the area of 115. Many folks believe, I happen to be one of them, that it's going to break one before very long. The phrase sound as a pound, back when the pound was the reserve currency, that was known all over the world. That something, if it was valuable, it was sound as a pound. Well, sound as a pound no longer has any resonance or any meaning because the UK, unfortunately, has chosen a terrible path. But listen, here's the thing for the United States. We should be forewarned and forearmed because Joe Biden is taking us on that exact same path. Now, Britain is further along, meaning they are worse regarding the echo radicalism um, and net zero and effectively al- uh, allowing a snotty Swedish teenager to become the minister of energy in that country. So they are further along, but we are on the same path. We are right now on the same trajectory and we will both land in the same miserable economic place unless we arrest that trend here in the United States. The great news is we have an election in just weeks. So I want to use the the example of the UK to mobilize and energize US citizens to make certain that we have eyes on this election, that we all participate in this election, and that we're totally engaged, laser focused in these next 60 days until election day, because we have a country to save and you need look no further than the UK to see where we're headed. By the way, just some programming notes. Uh, Talk about election. We have election in 60 days. This is why they're absolutely uh, maniacal about what they're doing. We're going to talk about the FBI roll up in the next hour. Um, 
a couple of things. Matthew Tierman is actually in Sweden. Sweden has an incredibly important election on Sunday. He's going to be reporting. And guess who they rolled out today? Greta. Greta Thunberg is out. She's out all over. They're putting her forward. He's going to be reporting on this uh, because Sweden, I think, is going to go. The Swedish Democrats, I think Sweden is, is going make Sweden great again this weekend. It's going to be this is going to be very contentious. Remember, Brexit was inextricably linked to the massive Trump win in 2016. So we have two big elections. We have Sweden and we have Bolsonaro in Brazil. And I believe that President Trump is very close to endorsing Bolsonaro. I think uh, you're going to see a lot of activity in that race. Those crowds, yeah, they were huge. Also, what Steve just said about the pound, and if Steve Cortez, he's had, he, he, he calls him, right? This thing about the pound breaking one. Remember, at the height of the British Empire, the crown was, and one of the reasons they were the empire was because the pound was the prime reserve currency at that time. Right. And that's why Britain, the United States, go to right now, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. You get totally free. The fall of the dollar is the prime reserve currency. We need you up to speed on this topic. You've got two things. You've got the politics of money, and you've got the fall of the dollar is the prime reserve currency. We need you both up to speed. We're going to be going through in details, but it's totally free. No obligation, nothing. Just go there, birchgold.com forward slash band and sign up today. Uh, do we have time to play the Janet Yellen? How long is the Janet Yellen piece? Maybe I'll play it after the break. Just give me your assessment. We're going to play Janet Yellen. I've never seen a secretary of treasury. The Treasury Department, you know, it's one of the power departments, but Treasury and, right. and, and, and uh, state and uh, defense are supposed to be out of the daily politics of it all, right? right. They're the power agencies, right? And so, um, and so tell me about Yellen. We'll play it after the break. But right. they put her on they, – they, she's doing a roadshow. She's just a shill talking about Steve. the most ridiculous statistics. She's a propagandist. Yeah, she's an absolute propagandist. And this is a person who was supposed to be the heir to Alexander Hamilton, you know, to your point, in charge of perhaps the most important federal department of all. Uh, and she has become nothing but a shameless promoter, trying to lie to the American people, trying to fool them about something on which they can't be fooled, which is their personal financial situation, right? You cannot spin somebody into believing that their bank account is bigger than it is, or into believing that their power bill has been paid when they know full well that it has not been paid and that they are getting warnings from the power company that it's going to be cut off. So she is a propagandist. And despite her austere credentials, she is totally unfit to serve in this position. After lying to the American people, repeatedly ad nauseum, telling the American people that this inflation was, quote, transitory again and again. If she had a sense of honor, she would resign. And if her boss, Joe Biden, had any sense of accountability, he would fire her. The fact is she is totally unfit to serve in this role, and she made herself even more unfit with her comments yesterday, which I know we're going to get to and play for the audience. You, believe me, you don't want to miss this. It's absolutely incredible. Okay, we're going to take a, a short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have Steve Cortez going to walk through the economy. But what you're going to see when we come back, what you're going to start with is Janet Yellen just brazenly, I mean brazenly lying to the American people, lying to the American people, a secretary of treasury which is supposed to be kind of the reserve. They're the guys in charge of the money. Like uh, like uh, Brother Cortez says, uh, the a, a position that Alexander Hamilton filled. Now you've got Janet Yellen. Talk about devolution. You can see it right there. Short commercial break. Secretary of Treasury Janet Yellen next. And Steve Cortez's assessment. Where? In the war room.
If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Our plan, powered by the Inflation Reduction Act, represents the largest investment in fighting climate change in our country's history. And it will put us well on our way toward a future where we depend on the wind, the sun, and other clean sources of energy. We will rid ourselves from our current dependence on fossil fuels. Okay, right there. Uh, Steve Cortez, in this environment, how dangerous is that thinking? Rid ourselves <laughs> of fossil fuels. I mean, it's, it's, right. this is, and I want everybody in this audience, please share this clip. This shows you. This is not my point is this, this th- these are not natural occurrences. But we're in this jam. This is because of right. human agency, their agency. Right. 
Steve Cortez. Steve, I was so appalled when I saw that. I thought maybe it's doctored, right? Well, it's not. She actually said that, that we will, quote, rid ourselves of oil and gas and fossil fuels. By the way, uh, when she talks about something that be- burns cleanly, clean sources of energy, how about natural gas, which the good Lord has blessed the United States with absolutely abundantly, unlike any other place on earth. But in terms of the consequences, Steve, here's the thing. We're not talking about just some economic pain, although the economic pain is already acute and is about to get worse because of these echo radical policies. But Steve, people will die. And I'm not exaggerating, okay? If we continue to pursue this reckless green agenda, and if allegedly serious people and powerful people, like the Secretary of the Treasury, to continue, in spite of the evidence, in spite of what we already see going on in Europe, if they continue to promote this absolutely reckless, radical agenda for the United States, it's not just about economic pain, it's about actual human suffering because the world cannot live without the energy of fossil fuels. And we should not even try to do so at this point. Will a day come in the future where we're we're, we're there? Perhaps. And it very likely will, maybe in our lifetimes. The point is we are far from being there right now, very far. And to push this kind of radicalism and to have the Secretary of the Treasury, who is supposed to be the guardian of prosperity, who is supposed to be the person watching the shop for Americans, for small business, for the bank accounts of regular citizens, for her to get up and instead become a shill for absolutely radical propaganda, to sound like AOC, uh, this is a total dereliction of duty. And it's unfortunately representative of the larger dereliction of duty from this Biden administration, which in just a year and a half has inflicted catastrophic consequences upon the United States in various fact, uh, facets, by the way. But particularly now, we're talking about the economy. The economy he inherited, the trajectory of the Trump boom 2.0, which was rebuilding with gusto versus what he has done, what he has wrought upon this nation, he and Yellen, so quickly. Um, it, it needs to galvanize our country to take action and, again, to arrest this sad and tragic trend. We can do it, thankfully. That's the good news. There's plenty of bad news. The good news is we can change this course and we're going to change this course in just a matter of weeks at the ballot box in November. By the way, does this, people say, why do you cover these other nations? Because it's inextricably linked. This is why we're going to Matthew Tierman on about the Swedish Democrats vote on Sunday. They're rolling out Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg, this petulant little Swedish, Swedish teenager, is one of the reasons because they used her as a, as a device to, to, to put these radical policies. Oh, the kids want it. The kids are going to rebel, right? This is the new generation. Right. We got to save the children. They're rolling her out, and they're going to get smoked on Sunday. Uh, I want to show the Rasmussen poll. Here's the greatest thing. It's the awakening of the American people. That the right. way we're going to – no one's going to come and save us. There's no – don't forget the, uh, the, the Deutsche ex machina, right? That's not going to happen. You, we're going to have to save ourselves. And, and you've seen it. Talk to me about this Rasmussen poll. Yes. That's so impressive because the American people are not buying it. Like the right. Swedish people are not buying it. The Italian people are not buying it. The people right. in the United Kingdom are not buying it. The working class and the middle class in this world, are, particularly in the Judeo-Christian West, are sitting there going, we have had enough of this. We're not buying it anymore. Right. Our betters are, are dangerous. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. And we're not buying it. And we're going to overthrow them. Steve Cortez. Right. And Steve, again, that's my point. And please, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I'm not saying it's just dangerous to your pocketbook. It certainly is. I mean, I think it's dangerous to the vitality of lives. I mean, that's how radical this green agenda is. 
And that's how severe the economic quagmire is that we're already in that Joe Biden has inflicted upon this country. And again, not my opinion, according to that Rasmussen poll, the opinion of almost two thirds of the American people. They asked a very simple question. I I love this when polling is is clear and concise because so much polling plays games with the way they word questions. Very simple question. Are we in a recession right? Are we presently in a recession? 62% of all Americans answer in the affirmative. Almost two-thirds say, yes, we are in a recession right now. Only 23% say we're not, and another 15% are unsure, which is also a very reasonable position for folks who don't necessarily pay a lot of attention to economic indicators. So the the point is, too, I'd actually rather focus on the no part of that question. Only 23%, which I would submit to you, are the most hardcore leftists. Only 23% of Americans believe that we are not currently in a recession. So almost four-fifths, four out of five Americans, believe either we are or they haven't made up their mind yet about it. Among Republicans, by the way, it is over four. 83% of Republicans right now, voters, believe that we are in a recession currently. And this, you know, again, speaks to my point about you can't spin the American people. Uh, And and speaking of spin, the corporate media wants us to believe that the Republicans are somehow in trouble for November. When I look at that number about recession, and when you consider who the yeah. ruling party is of both houses Thanks. of Congress and the White Thanks. House, no, we yeah. are getting ready for a wave, Steve, a patriotic yes. populist wave, and be encouraged and be confident. Don't be cocky, but be confident. No, you have to. By the way, we're talking the second hour about half. You have to get engaged about this polling. Somebody else did a poll. Another group did a poll, asked the same question, and the numbers were about the same. And then they said, as a follow-up question, to be snarky, they said, well, but then we followed up and, and asked if they understood what a recession was, you know, the technical definition, and only a third of the people. Hey, they don't need a technical definition of right. two quarters in a row of shrinking GDP. They're, they get the fact. Sure. They can't pay their electric bill. The car's being repossessed. They know it's a recession. In fact, to them, if you put the D word up there, they are voted for that. The 23% are not just the woke. That's, that's, the, that's the Democratic Party and the party Republican country club that are living the high life. Sure. It's not a recession for them. Come on, you know, point, times Steve. are good. Yeah. They're look. There are times there are, are good. People, there are people and organizations, really powerful ones, who benefit from inflation, right? And they're among that twenty-three percent who say, "No, things are fine," right? Hey, Steve, hang on for one second. I got to ask you about Nile Ferguson. We're breaching the ramparts, ladies and gentlemen. We're breaching the ramparts. All next. Where ninety seconds in the war room. And you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand americans every year yes heart disease is the number one killer every year year in and year out heart disease builds over time hypertension high blood pressure bad cholesterol diabetes all of it affects our heart a healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older it is never too early to take care of your heart you see heart disease sneaks up on us you can start in your 30s and when this happens you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60 if you want to take care of your heart And those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 